Hello, brides and grooms. My name's Dave. And I'm Amaris. And this is the Wedding You Podcast. We are here to talk about your wedding. And if this is your first episode tuning in, well, it should be your first episode tuning in. This is the first episode we've ever done. Yes. <laughs> we've been talking about yeah. this for a long time. Yes, and we're finally making it happen. Yes. So who are these two people that are talking to you about weddings? Uh, I want to give you a little bit of background on who we are. My name is Dave Mancini. I have been an MC DJ, and I've been in the wedding industry, uh, MCing and DJing since uh, 1993, if you can believe it, over 25, well, 25 years. Actually, this April... Um, coming up in just a few days, that will be my 25th anniversary. In Happy the... anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. I always count it from the day I started with a professional DJ company. Cause before then, like any other DJ, I was doing, you know, house parties and, and frat parties and all that kind of stuff. But that really didn't make me a wedding professional right. like so many people claim to be. <laughs> so, uh, but that's me. Uh, Amaris, tell us about, uh, tell us about you and what, what have you been doing in the, in the wedding industry? Well, like you said, um, I've been doing it for many years, but not professionally. Professionally, it's been six years, and I, in 2014, decided that I really needed to step it up a notch, and I received my IEWP. And, and for those I've, of you who don't know what the certification is, what is the IEWP? International Event and Wedding Planner. That's right. Amaris is a wedding planner extraordinaire. Well, do you, do you consider yourself a planner? Do you consider yourself a designer? What what do you what do you consider yourself in this? That's a very good question. It's, it's Dave. a tricky question. <laughs> it is tricky because <laughs> you taught me the difference. It depends on kind of what people need because I love to do wedding design. You sure do. I love it. It's my that's my favorite part. Um, but I would be considered more of a wedding planner. Okay. Who loves to who loves to design? design. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I'm an MC who loves to DJ. So yes. we all have our things, <laughs> and, and that's just it. Um, so, wedding you is actually a concept that uh, Amaris and I came up with a little while ago with a, with a group that we belong to. That uh, we started doing events teaching brides and grooms about the do's and don'ts of wedding planning. Yes. And it's gone over so well that we talked about one day, I said, hey, do you want to do a podcast and kind of expand on the stuff that we do at our seminar? Yes. And, and you, I said, that was, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, yes. <laughs> because we just love giving out education, giving out advice, and and really talking, not just to brides, because I know, I know brides do most of the wedding planning, but I guess our thing, that what makes us a little difference is, different is, talking to brides and grooms because that's what wedding you at least our seminar is all about is teaching brides and grooms yep all the important things and how to plan their wedding and make it together yep together it's so important that the man is involved because it is his day as much as it is her day absolutely absolutely so that's what we're here to do today we're here to talk to brides and grooms or one or the other whoever wants to listen to a podcast. My yeah. wife, she doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts, so I would have been the one you know, listening. listening. Hey, I just heard this great advice from a wedding planner. <laughs> what were you doing talking to a wedding planner? <laughs> so here we go. Um, so our, our very first episode, we decided to have fun with this. And um, I actually, speaking of my wife, she's the one who actually forwarded me this article. <laughs> and I thought it was so clever. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> this, is, this is the title. It was the most overplayed wedding trends that need to die. Die in yes. 2000. This there was great. one in 2017, one in 2018. I found a couple others. This is a very, very popular topic online. <laughs> 
And I, I, I want to, I, I want to talk about some of these wedding trends because I know you've probably seen more of them than I have. I don't and, know. And all the, you probably had to design some of these, <laughs> and you, you're going to be with me on some of them. But I do want to give a little bit of a disclaimer to brides and grooms out there who are just starting the wedding planning, or if your wedding is next month and you're just about ready to do half of the stuff that we're talking about. <laughs> um, whether we like or dislike any particular trend whether the experts, whoever they are, it's just somebody who's writing a blog, just like us, um, and they have a voice. And if they tell you that something's not cool anymore, here's something to keep in mind. And this is something, Amaris, I know you completely uh, agree with this uh, because you and I have had many conversations on the topic, which is when it comes to planning your wedding, personality, your own personal uh, tastes, likes, dislikes, whatever you think is cool, whatever you think is trendy, whatever Mm -hmm. you think works, that is what is going to make your wedding different. Yes. And and when it comes to what other people like or don't like, it really doesn't matter if it fits your personality. Yes. Now, exactly. if, if if you decide to do what a lot of wedding planners or a lot of, you know, brides and grooms do is they go on Pinterest mm-hmm. and they see all these really cool ideas that other people have done and they say, oh, I'm going to do that because I've never seen it before. Yes. Just keep this in mind. If you go on Pinterest, it's been done a thousand times. Thousands of times. But as, as you were saying earlier about... If, 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 if you if see, if you like it and you see, you know, you see something that you really like on Pinterest, it doesn't mean you can't use it. Right. Just personalize it. Exactly. Exactly. Don't, don't it's try all... to copy it exactly. Personalize it. Yes. And it's all about personalization, mm-hmm. making it your thing. So uh, don't get offended in anything we talk about. It's all in good fun. Yes. But these are, Please. like I said, the wedding trends. That may or may not. We're we're going to be the deciding factor. We get to be the judge I'm and jury. I'm excited this about one. this right now. <laughs> she has no idea what I'm about to hit her with. So, uh, number one wedding trend: Does it need to die? Mason jars everywhere. Oh please! I'm so tired of them. I'm so tired of them. Yes. I recently I feel like it needs to die. I, I recently went to a bride's and groom's house and they, they did serve me water out of a Mason jar. Yes. Cause it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's a thing. It is a thing. Um, I know a lot of people that make their oatmeal, mm-hmm. you know, and put it in the fridge and they yeah. have this oatmeal. They're just everywhere. My wife was doing that. Yeah. But <laughs> she was doing it for well, a long time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But it's just, I, I would like to see that. Go. It's 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 been done definitely. Now, if if you're having a you know if you're having a, a barn wedding, it, it definitely ties in. But yeah. it, it it a lot of this stuff. I'm gonna be honest. A lot of this stuff is gonna tie into that whole shabby chic thing. Yes, that's been that's been very popular probably for about the last five years at least. At least the last at least five, five years. years. So mm-hmm. it's again it's it's nothing new, um, but. I've had some brides and grooms that have pulled it off incredibly well, mason jars and all. Yes. How about photo booths with cheesy props? I yeah, that's that's leaving. I I say that that <laughs> can so? go. Yes, I I say it can go. Um, the photo booth or the cheesy props? The cheesy props. The cheesy props. The okay. cheesy props. You can do. Well, I, I'm going to say this. It also depends on the couple because mm-hmm. if you have like a really comedic, is that correct? Comedic yeah. couple. Those kinds of things, you know, can fit in, but I don't know. Definitely. And uh, I, I'll tell you this, as far as the photo booths go, that's not going away anytime soon. Oh, no. There's a there's actually a photo booth uh, convention in Las Vegas now. Oh, I had no Just idea. Just photo booths, yeah. I, I've, I go to the, uh, to the DJ conventions, and the showroom floor, you know, where you get all your lights and sound right. and speakers and gear bags and all that kind of stuff, it's about 50% photo booths at this point. So well, that's pretty cool. The, if, if that trend goes away, it's definitely... 
going to hurt no a big industry. There's um, no way photo booths yeah, are going to go but, away. Uh, but, but the cheesy props, I, I, I think I agree with you on that as, as in terms of the, uh, uh, if, if it fits the personality of the bride and groom, it's not mandatory. Right. Uh, you know, you don't have to have uh, Batman masks and, and, you know, cat in the hat hats yes. and, and fake mustaches. Well, if... the thing is, gro- it just is kind of gross to me, to be honest, because they take those to every wedding. So <laughs> you're no... putting a hat on. <laughs> putting a hat on that 10,000 people, people have worn. worn. Yeah. So... Little kids have run around all night. People yes. have gotten drunk and wiped themselves up with Exactly. <laughs> you don't there's, know. Well, there... there's a few... Um, props that um for instance a wedding just recently that i was actually for the first time in a long time just a guest Uh they had different types of props that i thought were kind of cool they were made out of boards more boards and they were you know picture it was like a giant lipstick and things like that so those were kind of cute yeah i thought they didn't have to put them on and wear them right yeah we didn't wear we didn't wear anything <laughs> didn't wear anything i want to see the uh the, the the couple who's like maybe uh you know uh, like doctors or pre-med or something who has everything like in a in a hermetically sealed bag that comes well, out that, that would wedding. be pretty funny yeah exactly how about barn weddings okay as the last wedding that you and i did together yes was, was technically a barn. a barn wedding it was a barn <laughs> so. wedding some of them can be beautiful. Um, I don't think it's going anywhere. I know that people are saying it's going, but I, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, that's one of those. And, and there are, I, I've found just over the last four or five years that, uh, that I've been doing this, the unique venues, like getting away from the ballrooms, getting away from the country clubs, uh, those have become tremendously popular. Right. Historic buildings, right. um, museums, places and... like, like, like if, if you're in the California era, area, heritage square, they actually have two locations, Los Angeles and Oxnard, right. uh, where there's historical Victorian buildings, right. barns, um, uh, just, just any, anything that has Olivas Adobe. Yeah. Just any, anything that that's different. That's not the norm. Uh, plan a wedding around that. I had a, had a couple at one of the heritage squares. They did their entire wedding reception in front of an old box car. So it looked like there well, was a trained box car, and that was the focal really point. Cool. That was what was behind the bride and groom, and it was beautiful. It yeah. was absolutely beautiful. You hang up some market lights. It was really cool. So, yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, how about <laughs> cutesy signage? Oh. <laughs> as, as it said, yep. as it said, choose a seat, not a side. If, t- if you see that one more time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so tired. That I'm really tired of. Yeah. That needs to go. The, I'm happy it's going. Anything that, that that's telling you, you know, we're all family once the knot is tied. Yeah. We, we get it. It's cute. I mean, I, I t- to this Love day. Love is sweet. Yeah. Take a treat. Yes. Like, okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I still have people coming up to me saying, uh, which is the groom's and which is the bride's side? <laughs> and since I'm Read usually the there, sign. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, if I don't see a sign, that's exactly what I say. I say, choose a seat, not a side. Yeah. But, um, I, I think people get the message at this point. There, there's a few who don't, and, you know, maybe ushers who could tell them. That yeah, that would be nice. Would be the same. Now, this one's going to take a bite out of some people's pocketbooks, but they're saying candy bars need to go. Are you are you for candy or again? <laughs> well, it depends to me if you have a lot oh, of. Oh, but by the way, if you do hear the meowing, I'm just going to call out the elephant in the room or <laughs> the cat outside the room. By the way, that is that is my cat, uh, one of one of three. But that's Loki. You Loki will become a recurring <laughs> character on the Wedding You podcast. I guarantee it because he's involved in all of our podcasts. He sits outside and meows. 
and slams, slams the door. The door. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> well, I'm afraid to open the door now. <laughs> he just that did. was fun. Okay. Anyway, so candy bars. Candy bars. Back to candy. He doesn't like this topic. No. He's upset. Um, I. When you have a lot of children at a wedding, it keeps the children entertained. I I like the candy, <laughs> to be honest. I enjoy the candy. Um, but what I would like to see instead of candy is more of a dessert bar instead of now that just I've been candy. seeing a lot more over yes. the past year or so yeah. is is the dessert table. Yes. And and actually even more so than just the dessert table, it's been the homemade dessert yep, table. And that's the best. Where you have grandmas and 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 aunts and uncles who are bringing in their own homemade yep. recipes of cookies. Um, primarily the, the Italian weddings, I've been seeing a lot of that. That'll be, well, that's because they make delicious food. They sure do. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and I've been seeing some delicious treats at weddings, uh, cupcakes. I don't think those are going anywhere and any, anything like that. But yeah, it basically just having a, a table that your guests can after dinner, sometimes before dinner, yeah. uh, just go up and, and help themselves to. Yes. Um, it, it really, I, I think it just adds a lot to the wedding. Because, you know, again, weddings are, are about the overall experience. Yeah. Um, and, and this is me as a DJ saying that. It's not just about the dance floor, <laughs> believe right. it or not. Um, so part of that experience is for people who like to try tasty treats. And any, even those who are health conscious, they usually make weddings their cheat day. Exactly. And you're going to want to go get some candy or some brownies or a dessert or something. Or grandma's little cobbler yeah. or something, yes. Yeah, exactly. And it, it definitely beats, uh, you know, putting the almonds on the, you know, it, yes, it wrapped on the up table. on the tool. On the, yeah. <laughs> How about this one? This one, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Quirky footwear. Converse, oh, Chuck Converse. Taylors. I don't think that's going cowboy anywhere. Boots. That's not going to go anywhere. I, I, I don't either, especially with the amount of barn weddings. I think cowboy yes. boots are definitely here to say. Yes. Um, uh, you know, the Converse. whole pictures of them and all that, it's to me, it's been a little bit played out, but people enjoy it and that's their thing. And yeah. so, and I think it's, I wear it's, Converse. This is, this is, I think, one of those trends that was started for the guys mm-hmm. because let's face it you know just getting a guy to suit up sometimes is takes a you know takes an act of god yes. or or a wedding and uh and to get them to kind of meet them halfway say well you got to put on a suit but you can wear your chucks right and and that's cool and look most of the guys don't bring out the beat up basketball shoes that they've been wearing for 6 years no they go buy brand new ones they buy brand new Looks ones great. they buy them in, in different colors mm-hmm. and uh it it does and that it can make it really good. fun in yeah. the different colors because because it'll tie into the wedding. Yeah. I, I like it. I did a wedding one time. Granted, it was, you know, over 10 years ago, but they they even asked me to wear chucks as, as the DJ. So I thought that was kind of neat. Too. And that, that style's been around for years anyway. It has. I mean, back in the early 90s, uh-huh. when I was in school. Tennis shoes it, with, yeah, with suits. They yeah. wore their, yeah. Yeah, you were, you, were, you were seeing that on TV, so why not? Why not keep it going? I mean, look, you know, they say that the first thing that somebody notices about a, about a guy is what shoes he's wearing. So it definitely is one of those things. If you want to, if you want to keep it classy, then, you know, stick with an Oxford, yes. you know, stick with a, a nice uh, pair of dress shoes. Um, but uh, if you want to keep it fun and quirky, eh, I think you could do worse things than, than, you know, put yes. something else on your feet and girls, believe me, if you want to change into flip flops, after do the wedding, it. a no one's going to notice because you got that big dress, right? <laughs> and you want to be comfortable. You do not want to wear heels, not that all whole night time. long if you can help it. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure you want to be able to walk the next day and enjoy 
right. your day. Yeah, you don't want to have, you know, <laughs> you know, an injured foot on your honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, speaking of injured feet, how about <laughs> choreographed dances? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I... Well, I don't know if it's going to go away. Um, it should go away. I think. You think so? I, yes. I know I'm terrible. I just think, um, well, I think it's, well, it can be sweet. Like, it can be sweet when the guys do a whole thing for, you know, the bride and uh-huh. she doesn't know about it. But it's painful sometimes to watch. If you're talking like like flash mobs and... and uh and those kind of things, I can I can see. Yeah, if it's not done well, uh, what I was thinking when I hear choreographed dances, I, w- I was thinking when a bride and groom go and take dance lessons. Oh, and, I, I thought you were talking well, about <laughs> again. It, it, the article is not specific, and and it uh, you know it, I, I've seen a couple different articles that have mentioned both. But but you're right. Um, I I look at it this way. I I just did a wedding not too long ago that uh, the groom was a dance instructor, Ooh. and he and his bride tore up the dance floor. Yeah, that's that's they, beautiful. They thing. did the most amazing thing. But on the flip side, when you have that groom that is known throughout his entire friends and family network as having two left feet, having never stepped on a dance floor before, and this guy, excuse me, he sacks up and goes and takes some lessons with his with his fiance and he comes out and pulls off even just a basic box step right for, you know, four I eight think counts. That's sweet. That is that's inc- that's incredibly yeah. meaningful because that means that he really did something outside of his comfort zone, and I'm all for that. I, I am all for the couple doing yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Or or I've seen I've seen you know fathers and daughters get together and yeah. and pull off something, and you know that involves a little bit of mixing from either your choreographer or your DJ. Right. And most of us are happy to do it. It's it's a fairly easy thing if you hey can you mix these you know five songs together and give us something that you know is four and a half five minutes long. But it's fun. Um, I personally, I love doing those. I've I've done some really fun ones, and I just saw a video of one that that was done a year ago, and I was like, I love that mix. Um, there was one where the father and daughter did that. They started out together in a nice. It was just this nice like. Mm-hmm. They thing. usually start with, and like, then it broke out into a routine, yep. and that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like uh, they start with uh, a classic uh, father daughter song, and then you know, next thing you know, you're you're doing Apache by Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah, <laughs> jump on it. Um, okay, this one's a little vague. Okay, but uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, themed weddings, a la Great Gatsby, Winter Wonderland. What do you think about themed weddings? I think that themed weddings should stop. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. You can have. When you over-theme it, I should say it should stop. Right. When you over-theme it, like, um, just because you have a theme, it doesn't have to be in every single little detail everywhere. Do you understand? I understand, what I mean? yeah. Um, but as far as having, well, the Great Gatsby era, that era is a beautiful, I think it's beautiful anyway. Sure, to, and I've, to I've design definitely a done my share of, of Great Gatsby, uh, you know. Yes. Themed weddings. And I I think it kind of goes along with the barn wedding. You know, if you're going to get, if if you're going to go into the barn, it's going to be shabby chic and all that. I I just, I I don't know. I think, I think picking a theme and going with it is, is maybe a better idea than just taking a mishmash of, of, uh, of various ideas that you find around and trying to fit them together. But I would say a theme done well is always going to look good. A theme that's 
not well thought out. Yes. Is and that's the problem. Almost always going to is be people not so good. M- most most people they that's what they do though is they find things that they like and so it's kind of and it ends up being more like a baby shower decorations. Like right. it can still be beautiful, but you're going around a theme of twinkle twinkle little star or um, <laughs> you know the little man with the, you know, the whole mustache and everything. And every little detail is like that where you can take those themes and you can make it beautiful, but not everything has to, do you understand? Yes, I do. I do. I do. And I think everybody else listening does too. Um, how about, uh, how about wedding hashtags? Oh, I like the wedding hashtag. I agree. And, And I, and I disagree with, with what they're saying. Wedding hashtags are great because, you know, look, I, I, I just ran into a bride uh, at, at Trader Joe's of all places. And uh, she got married, uh, was it two years ago? It was, I know I'm, I'm blanking now, whether it was one year or two years ago. Still hasn't gotten her photos yet. Oh my goodness. You know, photographers, no, no, I think it was a year ago. Photographers notoriously can't take, especially if you're getting, you know, an album done or something like that. Um, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And right. uh, I know a brides are excited to see, their wedding photos. And let's face it, who isn't at least on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, uh, you know, even Facebook, people are doing that and people are posting photos instantly from your wedding. Right. And a hashtag is just a great way to collect all of them yep, in the same place. All in one place. Yeah. So yeah. it's like the next, the next day while the bride and groom sitting in the airport waiting for their plane to whisk them off to Hawaii or yes. Aruba, they can hit, they can Dial in that hashtag and they can see, uh, you know, 50, 60 photos from their weddings. From their wedding and from other, you know, they can really look and see it from other people's viewpoints and And maybe see stuff that they they didn't see at all. That there was something going on in the corner that they completely missed. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. I like that one. I'm sorry, wedding pros. I disagree with you on that one. Um, Personalized cocktails. How about that? The bride's got his own special drink and the... the, the, I don't know. I, I... I kind of like that, yeah, but I, I, I mean, too. you can have other stuff there, but I like it. I think it's, I think that's cute and special, I like agree. personalizing your wedding. That's the special drink that you enjoy. And yeah, if you're into like an old fashioned or, or a martini or something like that, or, you know, it's, it's, I, I think that's cool. I, I think there's really something to be said. Um, I found, I found another <laughs> article, same basic concept, but this is, uh, this is the, the, uh, hilarious hipster wedding trends that also need to go. Um, <laughs> of course, Mason jars is number one. <laughs> you know, that's no surprise. Um, wedding Chuck Taylors. Okay. Aww. That was another one. Let's go into this one. This is one that I, I mentioned to my wife and she goes, is that a thing? Donut walls. Have you seen this? No. Okay, so a donut wall. Here's like a, a photo, real like a wall of donut. Like you, you put up a, a oh. pegboard, and you put donuts on instead of putting them in individual baggies or having them on on some no, kind I've of never a, seen some that. some kind of a tray or or you know like a even like a cupcake tower because uh, donuts. Let's face it. I mean. That's the new cupcake. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you know? That's going to be, I mean, that's becoming more, yeah. more popular. And a donut wall. The, the, the only thing I would say, uh, 
uh, it would be a no-no about this. You just have to make sure that it's kept sanitary. Yeah. If you're doing an outdoor wedding and there are flies, don't do a donut wall. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> you know, if you're in a country club or indoors, why not? I mean, it's a cool way to display donuts. I, I have know. never, I've never seen that. Yeah. Donuts are trendy. Cool. <laughs> but I'd be next to that wall a lot. I know. <laughs> you just hope you don't have some, you know, kid or somebody yeah. who acts like a kid go up and lick all lick, the donuts. Yeah, I was going to say they're licking them, touching it. <laughs> How about this one? I've only seen this recently, and apparently it needs to go already. Uh, 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 naked cakes. Oh, yeah. The... <laughs> they said, if you don't like frosting, why have a wedding cake? Right. Um, have you seen the naked cakes? I actually, They're very popular. I, I won a naked cake one time uh, from some... I, I always... I, I, I go to these... Um, I go to these venue openings, and there's always a raffle and giveaway, and I don't know what it is. My luck, I win... Almost every time, but it's always a cake. You're like, damn And it. you know my wife and I are always trying to eat healthy. Right. And, and I come home with a bunt cake or a oh. naked cake, and she just looks at me. We usually end up giving it to her dad, who <laughs> will we'll polish it off in, in you know, a weekend easy. Uh, and the last time I did one, I, I, I brought home this. It was beautiful. It was a silver naked cake. Yeah, looked really pretty. They look beautiful. And yes. I... Took a bite and look. I'm I'm not. I'll be I'll be honest. I'm not much of a cake person. It it takes a lot oh, for a cake, cake to impress me. I, <laughs> give me a pie or a cupcake any day, but or a donut. Yeah, well, <laughs> do hungry. We're gonna have to go out to dinner after this. Um, but uh, but I I I my wife and I had a bite of this naked cake and it was just man, it was as plain and boring <laughs> as this as it sounded. It just I was think not they good. Look, I think they look really really cool. Yeah, if they're done well, sure. Yes, but um. I, I'm a frosting person. As are most people who <laughs> enjoy cakes. I mean, come on. Um, let me see. This one. Okay. You're going to have to help me out on this one because th- I, I don't right. even know what this is. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You know what it is? Okay. Never mind. I misread it. Mashed teeny bars. These are mashed potato bars served in martini glasses. Now, I saw um, this about... 12 years ago okay. for the first time. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. You got some mashed potatoes and it's served in a martini glass. And then you got to go top it with whatever bacon oh. and, and sour cream and chives and, oh. and whatever cheese, Sounds whatever so you wanted to put. And it was, it was awesome. Uh, this of course was at a corporate party Ooh. that they had, you know, heavy appetizers, heavy hors d'oeuvres. I've yet to see it at a wedding, but I guess, this is a wedding trend. I, I don't know. It's coming up or leaving. They want well, to go. They're saying this is something that, that should go. And hmm. I'm, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it a lot, but it has been around for a while. I, I have yet to. You've yet to see mashed teenies. Yes. Huh? All right. Sounds delicious though. I, would probably enjoy that yeah, bar. Yeah. That'd be my favorite bar, food. I think eating anything out of a martini glass is a good idea. <laughs> yes. but, uh, Very um, fancy. How about this one? This one, this is kind of funny. Signs that imply the groom doesn't actually want to get married. Oh. Like, you know, uh, uh, last chance to run. Oh. Or, uh, I don't like stuff like that. No. You know, I, 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 th- I think that joke has played itself out. My cousin, um, when he got married, his groomsmen decided it would be funny to take his shoes and they wrote the end oh. one, you know, one word on each shoe. Uh, and mm-hmm. it was a Catholic ceremony. So when he and his bride knelt, <gasps> everybody in the church saw the end oh. and they got a good laugh out of it. 
Now, this was oh. 1978. Oh my! Goodness. I was four and, and, and a ring bearer <laughs> at my cousin's <laughs> wedding. Uh, the joke's old. It's, it's done. It's done. Yeah, the groom wants to be there. Yeah, and, he wouldn't be there if he didn't want to be right. there. Right, and any sign that you get your ring bearer walking down the aisle with is going to get a couple chuckles, but for the most right. point, it's just going to get people rolling their eyes over, really, you're, you're trying to make this happen. Right. No, just, just stop. Stop. That's one I'm going to say, just don't do. Yes. <laughs> so um, going back into the shabby chic, burlap anything oh. or, or burlap everything. Napkins, placeholders, chargers, uh, invitations. It needs to stop. You name it, burlap. Yeah. That one I, I think can go. I mean, it just it, feels very um, tacky to me now. There's so much, there's so much more that yeah. you can use. Yeah. And it's, you know, okay. So it's, it looks rustic. Right. But, so but rustic so can mean many things. different things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So do many other things. Exactly. And it's itchy. It's so itchy. <laughs> it is. You know, you just... Use it to cover hay and right? put potatoes in. <laughs> you know, it's what you see at, at Renaissance Fair. You cover anything yes. in burlap and, and you're good. How about chocolate fountains? I don't. I don't like chocolate fountains. Now, see, I, I, I have, I have a love hate thing with with chocolate fountains. I, I use the term chocolate fountain. Um, kind of to describe like what photo booths are right now. When when chocolate fountains first came out, they were everywhere. Right. And whoever invented the chocolate fountain made a mint yes. off of these things yes, because they true. were. You couldn't go to a party. You couldn't. I mean, you couldn't go to a housewarming no. <laughs> without a chocolate fountain. And so, and then eventually, the chocolate fountain went away, and it was replaced with. I think it was the the candy bar. And so I said, "Oh, that's the next chocolate fountain." And then eventually, what the next wedding trend was became photo booths, and then photo booths were the next chocolate fountain. And so I've been using the term chocolate fountain for you know a good number of years now to describe whatever's trendy at, at weddings and what is not going away. Have you seen a chocolate fountain recently? I, I, no, I haven't seen one recently, yeah. and uh, I really here's here's where here's where I, I've told you the love. Here's where the hate comes in. I watched somebody put a chocolate <laughs> fountain together one time, <laughs> and the amount of oil they had to pull in to, to pour into this chocolate to get it to flow like that Ugh. turned me off. I will never touch a chocolate <laughs> fountain again. I see well, them occasionally at like, you know, Mother's kids, Day buffets. <laughs> too many little kids stick their fingers, yeah, you know, and it runs over and they yep. dip, and I'm just like, oh, that's gonna go back through. And yeah, I'm just gonna. That is a. <laughs> That is bacteria soup. Is yes, what that it is. is. <laughs> just, just uh, go with the donut wall and and the flies. I think yes, you're, I think you're, you're better off. You're on better that. off. <laughs> All right. How about how about gray cakes? I I haven't seen this one personally, but Let's like see. here you go. Gray There's cake. a picture. Gray cake. Huh, why not? Why well, not? <laughs> I mean, if, if, your if that's yeah, if that's what you want. Me, I like my food. To look appetizing. appetizing. <laughs> to no me, way. a gray cake is just kind of ooh. Yeah. But you, so, can, you can make it a prettier shade. Sure. Uh, this the same article is 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 bagging on the candy buffets, the the, the candy lines. I, I, I again, I'm I'm with you. I think if if, if it fits, definitely. Um, but if it's uh, you know the dessert tables have definitely taken over. Uh, the, the candy bars well, I think, recently. Let me just say this one more thing about candy bars. I really like it when there is a whole, when you have children at your wedding, you know, a lot of people have a lot of children mm -hmm. in their families mm -hmm. and they come to the wedding is to just do something like that for the kids. For them. You know, yeah. like, and then it doesn't have to be, oh, this big 
glass thing and, and sugar and, them know. up and get them out yeah. on the dance floor and, and then, then send them home then tired. They'll go to sleep yeah, at exactly. night. So I get a lot of thank you notes from from parents <laughs> of kids. Thank you for tiring my toddler out. No, no problem. Uh, <laughs> this one, I, I've got a story for this one. Live goldfish centerpieces. Oh gosh. <laughs> did I did I tell you my my live goldfish? You did, but share. Uh, so share. it was it was this is a number of years ago. It was a extraordinarily hot day, and and granted the the venue was on the beach. It was I mean not on the beach, but it was it was a restaurant just you know across the street from the beach. So the weather should have been. 65, 75 degrees tops. Well, it was like a blistering 90 degrees that day. And they had live goldfish centerpieces. And about 20 minutes before the guests arrive, somebody realized almost all of the goldfish had died. They just, that that water was so hot. And, and of course there's no, you know, there's no circulation for them. So Mm -hmm. believe it or not, everybody fish do breathe oxygen. They just breathe it underwater Mm -hmm. and you need to have some circulation. It's, it's, it's cruel. It's borderline on, on cruelty to animals, honestly. And, and, and when you have all these fish die, that's not something you want to see. The, the service staff was frantically going around scooping out dead fish and, you know, and, and live ones too, and getting rid of them. Yeah. Yeah, Just not, just not a good idea. Mm -mm. How about this? Um, uh, oh, actually, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm on a different one. I'm going to, I'm going to leave that one for another one. How about, uh, oh, hang on. Okay. I I have one more quick one. Uh, oh, these are these are the seven wedding trends uh, that we'd like to leave behind in 2018. So bringing it, th- those were 2017 ones, and the 2018 ones, I, these are like going to be gone before I even have a chance to see them. Uh, hoop bouquets. Have, have have you seen this? Oh, that you carry like the yeah. It's a, a bouquet that that is that is round or it looks like something you'd wear on your head. Uh, bouquets and wreaths have had their moment. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's it's going away in 2018. Well, uh, what's the, funny is there a, maybe those are going away, but the the arrangements those are a big those are going to be a big thing. I think this year I'm seeing that more hanging the, hanging, the hanging arrangements. Mm-hmm. Okay, hanging arrangements. okay. Well, we're actually going to talk about trends that that we might be seeing. Oh, okay, and let's see if that's on there. Um, the exposed midriff uh, wedding dress. Well, if that's what they want, I don't like it. I just think it it takes the elegance down. I would say it does. It it, it definitely makes it uh, trendy. um, But you got to keep in mind what's trendy right now is going to be in your, in your living room photo for the rest of your married life. And uh, uh, five years from now, that might not be the trend. Right. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes sticking with the classic. Yes. You can never go wrong. That's why, you you know, guys in a, in, in, in a good, nice tailored suit, even, even, uh, not even a tuxedo, just, mm-hmm. just a good suit. You're, you're never not going to look good on this. Right. This one is saying donut walls are going, um, agate motifs. Now, now I, when it comes to like invitations and, and, and stuff like that, I'm just, I'm lost. I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even have an opinion on this. I, I, to be honest, I, I don't either. Okay. The, We're looking at, can uh, I say one thing? Yeah. The whole monogram invitations, like that. Those I, you see them so often. Monogram invitations, mm-hmm. like where, where it just has a, a design monogram mm-hmm. for that. That's you think that's that's going away. Um, people are steering more away from that. Okay, where it was more popular. Yeah, I can't believe this made a comeback. Mylar balloons. Yeah, that is making a 
That you, is making a comeback. Yes. Well, apparently it's made a comeback and people want it to go back. <laughs> <laughs> go back and hide. Yeah, people go have back been, to birthday parties. There's been balloons and stuff at weddings, especially the really, really big ones. I mean, if it's like Spider-Man or Batman, I'd say cool. It's <laughs> a theme. <laughs> Just Mr. What if and your Mrs. theme is... is birthday party I, you know hey, hey you know, well now that goes into theming up the uh the things I, I don't know i mean i just i think you're i think you're running a risk if, if you use balloons in your decorations because that's a trend that comes and goes yes that's true even even within a year you'll see balloons everywhere and then no one talks of balloons right it's so, the style of balloon as yeah. well yeah. Um, how about succulent cakes? This is like putting live plants on on top yes. of your wedding cake. That was very that was a very big thing for a long time. Yeah, I, that's it's, maybe I don't pay enough attention. Um, I did a lot of those types in uh-huh. 2014, 2015. Oh, okay, so it's 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 had its it's had its time. I feel. Yeah. How about uh, glossy eyelids for brides? Or for grooms. I mean, I'm not going to discriminate here. <laughs> glossy as in glossy the makeup? Glossy as, as in the makeup. Huh. Well, that doesn't... That just looks shiny. It does. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't it's have sparkly. even noticed that that, was, that that was a trend. I think it's beautiful. I would just say that's just... That's just a choice. It's a very classic <laughs> looking bag. I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Hey, any any makeup that's done well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we've talked about the trends that have need to die and the ones that need to go and the ones that we think should stick around and the ones that we have absolutely no opinion on whatsoever. Let's talk about what the predictions are for the future. And maybe we can even chime in our own because we don't just have to read off a list if, okay. if you have any. But this is apparently what are going to be the 15 hottest wedding trends you're going to see everywhere this year. Okay. Some of them I'm really excited about. I really hope that they happen, but uh, at the same time, I'm just going to say, let's wait and see. Uh, And the first one that comes on here, I don't know if you've ever, oh, sorry. No, that's not the first one. That's the picture. Uh, (laughs) Mixed metals. Yes. You've seen this? Yes. Okay. Okay. Where you use like silvers and chrome and Yeah, silvers, gold, metallics. I think it's beautiful. Okay. Okay. Um, I haven't yet. Really? Or, or or if I have, I just again, I haven't paid attention. <laughs> I'm kind of guilty of that one. Um, but that's I, apparently I something like that's it. really coming. It depends on you know. It's kind of like when you like the rose gold with the gold, or I think it's well, can rose be very gold. Pretty. Yeah, I mean that's huge, right? You have to be living under a rock not to have gotten into the into the rose gold trend. Yes. Um, so okay, so but I mixed, think it's gonna. I think metals. it'll be that leaving more. Out. Okay. How about smaller bouquets? Well, just that depends on the, I think, the bride. Because <laughs> there have been smaller bouquets, and then there have been just ridiculously large bouquets. I think the, um, I think the trend a while, uh, for, for a while has been the, the, the flowing bouquet. Yeah. Uh, the, like, like, what was it, the cascading or the waterfall bouquet? Well, whatever, that whatever and the wild, it. the whole wild look. Okay. Where they wanted wild. Like, yeah. It really didn't have structure. Right, right. Yeah, the, this is basically just a really lightweight, really small, really simple. Um just, you know, a variety of flowers. But uh I I think I, I can Save see that. Save yourself some money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's always that's always one. Um dark and moody color palettes. I, let let's face it, the the trend over the last couple of years has been pastels. Right. And and this is coming from a straight man saying this. I've even recognized that. I'm happy. Yeah. That for the new colors, yeah, I, the, the I, pastels are going. Yeah, I prefer the darker colors. I just, 
you know. I I've always personally preferred the jewel tones. Yes, I, I think they look uh, they, they look sharper and and pastels are just like if you're having a spring wedding, yes for sure. But when you're seeing you know uh, peach and teal in in October, yeah, I, I you know tangerine and, and yeah. <laughs> you know and, and aquamarine are have been the popular colors. Yes, um, it, but uh, but but this one is is specifically saying dark and moody. So you're looking at. Uh, um, Let's see what what are what are they uh, just dark and moody? I mean, I'm seeing purples and and you know uh, maybe back to some of the, the the browns and even I don't know. I like the the navy the navy like the deep like navy Na- blue. navy navy blue has been very popular. Yeah, I don't I don't have a lot to go with to go with that because you know my my suits are black and and, well, and striped black. I think the navy is gonna <laughs> be is gonna. It's becoming more popular, actually, for the men. It, you know, the, the last time I went and bought a suit, it was it was pretty much, um, you know, do you want do you want navy or do you want you know dark gray? Right. The, the, those are those were the two really um, really popular colors. Oh, here comes Loki again. Let's hope he doesn't <laughs> slam a door. <laughs> He's knocking. He's outside knocking politely, <laughs> trying to get in. Um, here's something that that I, I had to read about this because I I hadn't seen this, but I think it's kind of a cool idea. Is welcome parties. Um, it, it seems a little redundant, but, uh, it, it's, it basically where, where, where the trend, you know, I mean, obviously a, a rehearsal dinner, uh, traditionally, if, if you want to use traditional in anything traditionally hosted by the groom's family, mm-hmm. uh, rehearsal dinner is for the, the, the two families, the immediate families, any out of town guests who may have come in and the bridal party. Right. And those can range for, you know, anywhere from 10 to 12 people up to 30 to 40 people, depending on how big the family is. So what this is saying is, is, is that a wedding, um, uh, welcome party would almost be like a, a reception before the reception. Everybody who's coming in, like come to this welcome party, spend the night and then go to the that's nice. Go to the reception. It's it, boy. It's nice if you have the money that you can yeah. throw down for something like that. But yeah. at that point, like that's pretty. Why don't you just call that the reception? Right. <laughs> you know. Um, but what's I guess what's maybe cool about that is if you're going for any of the extreme themes, you can do that for the welcome party. Like that's, they're saying, oh, you know, Texas barbecue theme or, yeah. or or something that that just fits. Uh, I mean, look, I'm it's all just for that. A lot of work. It, it really is. Um, I, I was just uh, planning uh, with a, a couple today. And uh, the wedding planner had had talked about something because um, we were talking about giving the centerpieces away. And she mentioned, well, are you doing a brunch the next day? Because I guess what a lot of brides and grooms are doing right now is they're recycling a lot of their florals for the for the next day's brunch. Hmm. And I think the next day that's... brunch, that's cool, especially, again, for the out-of-town guests, for the bridal party, anybody spending the night. Right. That's kind of a nice way to go. Yeah, I like but, that. Uh, I just think that the, the welcome party could be, I mean... You got a lot that happening. Be a pretty penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, circular ceremony backdrops. This would be mm-hmm. behind the head table, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, right now, if you're doing anything, because pipe, yeah, pipe and drape is, is traditionally rectangular. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and behind the ceremony, or it's mostly just, a, just an arch of mm-hmm. some sort, which is you know rectangular with a dome top. So circular, rec- circular backdrops. That's a that's that, that's gonna be a thing. I think that's a I think that's cool. I think there's so much that you can do, like simple mm-hmm. things that you can do to have a beautiful ceremony backdrop. Yeah, yeah, and that's and and, and it's cool. I mean, you know, if you're not if you don't have the most spectacular view uh, at your ceremony site, mm-hmm. having a focal point that draws the eyes in mm-hmm. is a good. Or or just speaking exactly the opposite, if you have an incredibly 
panoramic view that people are not going to pay attention to what's going on, to, you know, <laughs> 10 feet in front of them. Right. Maybe you do want to pull their focus in. Right. Um, that, that, that's just, that's something that, that goes into uh, wedding planning 101, I feel is, is uh, whenever you walk into a space, if you're just starting your wedding planning, uh, one of the tips I always give brides and grooms, I say, as soon as you walk into a space, what's the focal point of the room? Where are your eyes in, immediately drawn toward? Mm-hmm. That is where your guest's eyes are going to be drawn toward. And that's generally speaking where you should place your head table. Right. Or if it's outdoors, that's where you should put your your, your arch. Um, that's where you want people to look. And so you can, you can use that um, in there. And then you can, of course, cheat with the use of backdrops and, and whatnot. So a circular backdrop, it just instantly draws the eyes and makes people look where you want them to look. Well, another thing, since you're talking about walking in and where do you immediately, where are your eyes immediately drawn to, sometimes that's not a pretty place. Not always. And so there, again, is where you do the backdrop, something really nice. Exactly. It's kind of like, you know, hey, I've got this great room, but the walls are an ugly shade of taupe. And, you know, (laughs) we want to, you know, add some lighting or something that's going to take away or some greenery. Actually, greenery is, is the, is the very next one. Yeah. It's, it's a big, I've always loved that though. The greenery. I love, I think it just adds so much. It's so beautiful. I think greenery is, can be prettier than flowers. I mean, when you do it Prettier and cheaper. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. It's a good way to save money because you can kind of, as, as they would say, get a lot of bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of uh, um, greenery for what you would spend for, you know, you can get a lot more greenery for what you would spend the same on flowers. Yep. Um, and then, you know, you add a few flowers to that and I think you're good. I've, I've seen a lot of like, especially the long tables, mm-hmm. um, those, those have been trendy for a while. And then you can line the entire table with the center of greenery right. and just have a few, you know, floral scattered arrangements scattered flowers. throughout. Yes. It's you beautiful. Yeah. You, you don't need a, a centerpiece for every four people. Right. As, as before. Um, so here, here's a trend coming. Um, shades of blue. We were just talking okay. about Navy. <laughs> um, I, I guess, I guess the color palette, if you're not going to go with the dark and moody, uh, the, the, the different shades of blue are coming in this year. And uh, why not? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's been pastels for the last two or three years. And I think that, uh, I, 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 I was just, I was like, this is a trend. Well, shades of blue, different shades of blue, you can, to me, add pretty much anything to blue, any sure. color with the blue and, and it, it will work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is one I'm excited to see if it does happen. I've seen it once and that is uh, second line marches, uh, or parades. A la New Orleans, having a jazz Dixie band walk Ooh. a bride and groom um, either into the ceremony. Wow. I've seen it done very well walking the entire uh, bridal, not just the bridal party, walking the entire party from the ceremony to the reception room. They got a second line uh, Dixie band to walk them in. That and, is awesome. And it was so, and you know, this was a couple that, that uh, had their roots in New Orleans. They were getting married in Los Angeles. And after the ceremony was through, they said, hey, we're all going to head over to the reception room now. And it was, you know, it was just on the other side of the, of the, of the property. But all of a sudden the second line band came out and they played and everybody walked. And of course the, you know, the bride had a parasol and, and it was just, it was really cool. It was a great way to start things off. I guess that's going to be another trend. That's really cool. And it goes back to the very beginning of why you even have the wedding march. Yes. We talk about in wedding you. We do. (laughs) We do. We talk a lot of history at wedding you. And, uh, um, yeah, Amaris and I have been, have been boning up on all the wedding traditions so that we can impart that wisdom to people who, who care? Maybe we'll do a whole podcast just on wedding traditions. 
questions. That, that would be, would be fun. Cool. That, that's a good I would topic. Love that. All right, topic idea. But yeah, I, I, I love the idea of a second line, uh, you know, brass band or just, uh, you know, it, it, it only takes a few, but you get some good musicians. Actually, yeah. funny story, the, the one time I did see it, um, I was standing there uh, filming it. I was videotaping it as they were coming in because I thought that's really cool and blog worthy. <laughs> and sure enough, as they passed me, I recognized the trombone player. Oh. He was, well, I went to high school with him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he actually has made a name for himself. So he's, he's, he's actually uh, a musician who works with a lot of really, really super talented people. Uh, and he's on a, he's on one of the, um, like tonight show to, he's part oh. of the, part of the band. He plays piano. Wow. But, uh, when I knew him back in high school, he played trombone and he was just, he's like, Hey, you know, somebody called me up, said, you want to do this? And sounded like so fun. Absolutely. I had the day off yeah. and just a chance for him to get out there and play. Oh yeah. man! I, I, if somebody called me, I would do that. I mean, yeah. I haven't played trombone in years. If I but... if I knew how to play the trombone, I would do that. Right? Sure. Why not? Well, trumpet. I whatever. like fun. Tuba, sousaphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is one that 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 seems pretty cool. Installation art. And right. what it's talking about is like not maybe not going to a museum, but um, instead of doing uh, you know lighting or instead of doing. Um, uh, florals or greenery or anything like that. Actually, if you know an artist or, or maybe you find a space that has installation art or art installed, um, I think it's, I, I think it's definitely an idea. I, well, they're all ideas. Yeah. Okay. That was stupid, Dave. <laughs> it is an idea, but it's, it, it's interesting. It's different. It's different. That one's kind of cool. Well, and it, I think it depends on the couple too. Cause if you have like actual artists, people mm-hmm. that are very artsy, that would be, that's just, yeah, um, I think I did. Nice. A, I did a wedding uh, uh, about three years ago that was at the Chuck Jones uh, Art Gallery mm. in uh, in Costa Mesa. So you had that was probably beautiful. It was. It was cool. You had everybody surrounded by the art of you know Tweety Bird and Sylvester the Cat and Bugs Bunny. Awesome. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. It was really cool. But I can I can see that as uh, hey, uh, you know what? Can you come in and? Well, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> What's my neck? His neck's going to snap off. <laughs> All right. So the next trend on here is uh, neon signs. I can't believe this is this is really going to be a thing. I'm not that well, I'm not that I'm poo pooing it, but yeah. man, you get some neon signs created. Um, as it says here, uh, as couples continue to look for fun, I think that would be fun. Uh, personalizing, yeah. uh, you might see some some neon signs. Okay. Uh, just make sure you don't get one that say like Budweiser, yeah. Schlitz, <laughs> anything like that. If, if, if you stole it from a local bar or, you know, don't someplace was going out of business, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about actually getting your names yes. in neon. Why not? Hey, the 80s is always yeah, coming that's back. That's what I was going to say. 80s <laughs> is fun. Yeah. I like the 80s. So we've talked about how the barn weddings and the shabby chics have kind of gone by the wayside or might be trending out. So this one is saying that modern rentals are going to be coming in, um, from your, from your venue, uh, to, um, you know, in, instead of like vintage barn tables, leaning toward handcrafted sleek wood tables. Yeah, I was going to say with steel well. Yes. Woods woods are going to be coming. Woods I and think. steels and, mm-hmm. and glassware and and that kind of stuff. Just just anything that's like, you know, cleaner lines, contemporary. Um I I I can see that becoming a trend. Yeah. This next one scares me. I'm, I'm right. going to be honest with you. Disco balls. Oh. I don't like the disco, disco balls. <laughs> Is it but says, if like, you have neon signs, like the neon signs, yeah, disco ball is 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 a pivotal focal point um, t- toward party. 
personally, I think it looks like a 1970s roller skating rink. Right. Um, and I, I have worked at venues that up until maybe a couple of years ago still had disco balls and they'd come in and they'd turn them on when the dancing started. And I'd go, can you please turn that off? Because yeah. that's just, and, and, and also disco balls, I've also, as, as somebody who, um, who deals with, uh, weddings and lighting, mm-hmm. disco ball really has kind of a negative connotation to it because people uh, equate, they don't really know what a disco ball is. They don't think of the mirror ball uh, from, you know, if you think of any disco, you know, that's where it comes from, a disco or uh, a, a dance club that has a ball that has, you know, thousands of little tiny mirrors, you right. shoot lights at it and it spins. And so you have these kind of like horseshoe oval shapes that spin around the room can make you a little dizzy if it's going too fast, especially, (laughs) but that was popular obviously in the disco era. And and those, those balls definitely have a look if you're looking for, Oh, Hey, we want to have a real retro kind of thing. But the term disco balls have been used to describe lighting. That is just anything that spins. Oh, and so I I hear all the time from brides and grooms because when up lighting became popular, the quote unquote disco balls went out and that was any light that spun and made you, potentially nauseous it just did the same repeat repetitive thing over and over again so i've just seen over the last 10 15 years that the that the up light has replaced spinning lights so if this is saying that disco balls are coming back i don't know i'm a little scared well like i think like (laughs) you said the whole retro thing like you're going back to the 80s type of issue you know um not issue but (laughs) (laughs) theme or whatever um i I think that that could be cool depending on the couple to have a disco ball as annoying as they are. As annoying as it is, (laughs) everything can be cool if done in the right way. How about velvet? This is something that saying is is making a comeback. No, it is. It is. Using it on the tables, um, bat for backdrops, it is making a comeback. Table linens, and it's even saying napkins. Yes. Oh, I don't know if I'd like to wipe my mouth with velvet Velvet? napkin, but you know. Um, But it says that it it really pairs well with uh, industrial spaces Mm -hmm. and the mixed metals. I can definitely see that. It's a nice alternative to burlap, as we said earlier. (laughs) It adds kind of a softness and opulent texture. So, okay, cool. Oh, it does say velvet dinner jackets. Uh, I'm going to disagree with that one, unless you're Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Uh, you know, no. Um, I'm all for this next one, and, and this speaks a lot to what we talk about, grooms getting more involved. Yes, I love that. that. For sure, for sure. Guys, uh, yeah, gone are the days where, where the guy just shows, shows up, up in the tux and, and point me in the direction of the church. Uh, and and look, uh, guys, it's it's your day as much as as it is hers. And every wedding professional will tell you that you want to be as involved as 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 you can. Uh, and that's uh, that's a big part of what we talk about at at our wedding. You and we're going to talk about that in just a second. Our our actual signature event. But I couldn't agree more. I, I think that uh, and and look, I meet mostly with couples. Um, I very rarely meet with one or the other. It's important uh, to meet I'm, with them. I, I'm in an industry that, that guys tend to like to come to that meeting. So, you know, picking out their DJ, picking out the music, that's something that's a big deal to most guys. <laughs> uh, they usually don't say, I don't care about the music. You know, right. they're like, no, I want the well, big speakers. No, I want, yeah, I want to <laughs> yeah. come to that one. Yeah, so uh, that's when they get excited about. I can see if a guy's not going to go to the, uh, you know, go pick out bridesmaids' dresses or go <laughs> look at shoes or even go look at flowers. Uh, you know, I was a little bit more involved in the flowers on mine. But uh, I like I let my wife pick out her bridesmaids dresses. I didn't have anything to do with that, and I was very involved in our wedding. Right. So, well, I think that 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 can still be 
for the female. Yeah. You know, yeah, I could see a guy sure. does not really wanting to be involved in that, but in everything else, I, I love it. I, I like to meet with both of them. Yes. Yeah, because you want to get the, both their opinions yes. and, and what their vision is. Uh, this next one, bands with personality. Um, thinking about, you know, th- th- there's so many... The wedding uh, singer. The wedding <laughs> singer, yes. Yes, of course. You want, uh, <laughs> you want Adam Sandler or, or, uh, or somebody like that. Um, the, you know, the, the bands with a personality thing, I, I, I can definitely see. Uh, whether it's, it's just, you know, a little trio, um, uh, a little jazz quartet, so- something like that. If they're going to do more than just sit there and play music, if they're going to, you know, interact, if they're going to get involved. And look, this is me, a DJ, talking. Um, I, I've always been of the mindset, you know, I, of course, would love it if you hired me as your DJ. But if you're going to hire a band and you can get a band and a DJ, a, a band during dinner or during, you know, ceremony or cocktail is a really cool, nice touch. And if they've got a personality, that just sets the tone for, hey, everybody, this is going to be a fun party. Um, I think live music is fantastic. Musicians can be tricky to deal with. Yes. (laughs) You know, sometimes they... Yes, they they, can. They're they're, they're all personalities, but then again, I guess so can DJs. So (laughs) what are you going to do? Yeah, but you're a great personality. Everyone loves you. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I just, yeah, I just need more people to know. (laughs) Um, So, so yeah, so those are the trends that you can look forward to seeing. Some of the ones you can look forward to not seeing anymore and some of the ones that are going to stick around no matter what. (laughs) So uh, that is is our podcast on trends today. Let's talk... Talk a little bit about wedding you because this is kind of a new concept and hopefully we'll get people listening to our podcast that will get it. Okay. And if you're in the LA, specifically the Ventura area, we do have one coming up. But Amaris, tell everybody about our signature event, Wedding You. Okay. Well, Wedding You is a seminar that we created. It is especially especially designed for couples. Couples, yes. Very important. Um, although we do sometimes have a mother and the bride. Well, it's designed for couples for specific reasons, but when whenever somebody comes in, we say, if you want to bring anybody who's involved in your planning, that's fine. Yes. We have plenty of space. Yes. And we've designed it um, so that the couples can develop a clear picture and vision of what they want their wedding to, day to be. Plus, they get that awesome notebook. Yes, that, it is that, an that awesome is, notebook. That is that is probably worth the money. Yes, right there is you're going to get a notebook that's going to be filled not only with just the information from the seminar, the history of yeah. of wedding trends and traditions yes. that that we have painstakingly, well, you've painstakingly <laughs> researched and included in there. It has a, a checklist of everything that you, you should do for your wedding from mm-hmm. start to finish. Yes, uh, there's so much valuable information just in that workbook, and it's all in one. It's not like a gigantic tome that you're going to slab down. It's just a no. thin yes. uh, little notebook, but it's it's just packed with information. Um, plus, there's my favorite part, the top 10 scheduling mistakes yes. that every bride and groom makes and how to avoid them. That, that is the that's what that is just the meat of the whole thing. Too. It really it is. is. It really is because if if, if your if your schedule is 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 mixed up, oh, uh, and it's and out so of whack, bad. It's, yeah, it's just bad. And then you're talking about a DJ and a wedding planner who's going to talk to you about scheduling. <laughs> we know a thing or two uh, about this. But what else? What what makes it so important that that couples um, should should go to this? This is the big thing. Is tell us about the the, the practice points. Oh, the practice points are. I think the super fun, most fun is they, you, the couples get up and they actually do 
things like cutting a cake, how you hold your hand um, when you're cutting the cake so that you just go through everything that you're going to do at your wedding so that you've done it once, yep. you know what you're doing. You're that way, practicing at your wedding. Right. So when you get to the wedding, you're not worried about, oh, how am I going to do this? Where, where's my hand supposed to go? Yeah. And it's not awkward. And it just, you've done it before. You're not worried about it. And that goes into the whole being in the moment kind yes. of thing that we talk about, which is if, if you can do something, you can practice these things ahead of time at the wedding, you're like, oh, I've done this. And you're actually going to get to enjoy it rather than think about Right. What what you're trying to do? Right. Um, plus, we've got other wedding professionals there. Yes, we do. We've got hors d'oeuvres. We've got you know cocktails, prizes, prizes. Giveaways. Yes, Woo! yes, all that kind of stuff. And uh, when is our next wedding? You April twenty second, Sunday. April Sunday, 22nd. April 22nd. That is yes. it. It's going to start at 5 o'clock. We're going to have a little meet and greet. Uh, if you would like to attend and get more information, you can go to our website, which is interlacedevents.com, and then you just click over to the tab that says Wedding You. That is a great place to get your tickets. Uh, you can also go to Facebook. We have Interlaced Events on Facebook, and uh, there's an event set up right there that if you'd like to click that you're coming. The best thing to do, the best recommendation I would do, though, is say is get your tickets in advance. Tickets are $30 if you get them in advance where it's $40 if you're at the door. Correct. So we definitely would love for you to save the money and get your tickets in advance. So that's Wedding You. And yes, it is. that is our podcast. Um, if you'd like to contact me, uh, my name is Dave Mancini. I am Dave Mancini, MCDJ on Facebook, Instagram, and believe it or not, Twitter. And then, of course, my website is DaveMancinimcdj.com. How about you, Amaris? How can we get in touch with you? Mostly where everyone can get in touch with me is on our Interlaced Events page. That's true. You 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 run the Interlaced Events uh, webpage. I do. And so if you want to get in touch with uh, Amaris, just go to Interlaced Events and ask a question, and she'll be happy to get back to you yes. on that. Or come to Wedding You and, and meet us in person. Yes. Because we're going to be there. Well, fantastic. Well, this has been a, a whole lot of fun. So much fun. And I'm so glad we do this. This is something we're going to get going as, so as, often as, as often as we can. <laughs> yeah, as often as we come up with a topic. But uh, our goal is to get it to, to your ears as quickly as possible so that you can start using this valuable information. Even if you can't make it out to Wedding You, at least we can be on your... In, in your in your headphones and, and yeah. talking to you about your wedding. And if you'd like to reach out to us for some show ideas or if you have some trends that you want to talk to us that you think should should just go away, feel free to hit me up on Twitter or Instagram, Facebook, anything like that. And uh, we'll definitely be sure to, to shout you out on a future podcast. So for the Wedding You podcast, my name is Dave Mancini. And I'm Amaris Claire. And may your wedding be as beautiful as you are. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>